BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my favorite people. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. And if this is your first time listening, then you picked a good episode to start with. We're celebrating 300 episodes of the show today. I can hardly believe it. I have been doing this for six and a half years, and we have reached this incredible milestone of episode 300. And not only is this special for that reason, but it's also coming out on 201, February 1st. And if you know me, 201 is my lucky number. It follows me everywhere. You could say it's my sign from above, my angel number, always the sign that everything is moving in the right direction. And back in November, when I was at around 280 something episodes, I just got this crazy download from the universe that said your 300th episode is going to come out on 201, obviously unplanned. I don't even think February 1st has been a Wednesday in like seven years. So probably this podcast has never come out on February 1st before. And here we are. So I wanted to do something really special for this monumental episode that's also coming out on the luckiest number in existence that, by the way, so many people in our TBB community have started seeing 201 everywhere since listening to the podcast. So it's not just my lucky number. It is all of ours. It's our communal lucky number. And to do something really special, I went through so many ideas in my head. Do I want to have my first guest ever back on? Do I want to have my parents back on? Do I do a solo episode? Because those are always so fun. But I knew it had to be more unique than that because all of those have been done before. So what we ended up doing was having Jonathan, my husband, interview me. And I thought he was coming on to interview me. I was so ready. He was like telling me for days, this is going to be the most fun interview you've ever done. Get ready for it. And I was just ready and rare and to see what he would bring to the table. And he blew me away. He surprised me. And I won't tell you much more because I'll let you see and hear in this episode the way that he surprised me. And you'll hear 
captured on recording my actual shock. And if you check out Instagram and other places on social media, I'll post some of the videos from this episode so you can see my face. I'm pretty sure my jaw was on the floor. He blew me away. I want to tell you guys why, but you'll find out in just a couple seconds. We'll head into the episode. But before we do, we are hosting a big 300th episode celebratory giveaway. I was going to say we would do a giveaway to three people in the U.S., But Jonathan took over, which you'll hear in this episode, and said, no, we will do a giveaway for 10 people all over the world because our TBB community is very international. So I have tons of wellness products, spiritual products, books, skincare, all the things that get sent to me every day. And a lot of it just sits in the closet, the influencer closet, as you guys well know, because I've talked about it. So we're going to choose 10 winners to give it away to. So to enter, rate and review this podcast on both iTunes and Spotify. Spotify, you can only do a rating, not a review. So give it a five-star rating. Email it to me at jordanatthebalancebond.com and I will enter you to win. And for bonus points, tag us on Instagram, on your stories, show us what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast, or just tag the episode in your stories. I'll repost you and it will count towards you being one of the 10 giveaway winners. And without further ado, let's get into this episode with Jonathan, the best host ever. Let's take it away. I'll let you take it away because you're the host for today's episode, but I just want to say this is episode 300 coming out on 201, February 1st, my lucky number, not planned at all. It just feels so monumental and so special that I wanted to do something special and different and flip the script and have you interview me. So let's do it. Very cool. Honored to be here again. Number 300, 201, couldn't script it. You really couldn't. But you wanted to flip the script. I'm flipping the script. Okay. So today's episode is going to be a little different format than you're used to. Okay. (laughs) So today's episode is brought to you by 12 or something people. What? That... I asked to write you a question that I would read on their behalf. What? And it's an eclectic group of people, and each one is probably more exciting than the next, and we have a super grand finale question from somebody super cool. Are these people that I know? Of course they are. I feel like I'm going to cry. This is so special. Yeah, so you are going to want to going to want to listen to this one. It's going to be oh a lot of fun. I have my favorite question on this list. Uh-huh. And then I think it would be cool at the end you'd answer, which is your favorite question. Okay. But without further ado, let's get started. Are any of these from you? No. Well, you should at least add one. Number 13. Who's hosting this thing? Okay. I will let go of the reins. Surrender. Jonathan's steering the ship. Steering the ship. Full, full steer right now. Okay. We're going to dive into the first question. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. This question comes from, dun, 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 drum roll, my brother. Oh my God, Adam. Hi. Adam wanted to know, what was the first album you ever purchased? The first album of music? First CD. It's funny because 
you and I have such a difference on this because I'm five years younger than you. So hold on, hold on. To clarify, not like your mom or dad bought you a CD, but like you were at the store. This is like the first CD or the most memorable CD that you Mm -hmm. you purchased. I know. That's why it's so funny, because by the time I was purchasing my own CDs, what was I listening to? I know I had a CD from Hoku. (laughs) She sings Another Dumb Blonde. It was just playing in the car yesterday because it came on my Spotify out of nowhere. So I'm thinking potentially Hoku. Wait, are you saying that you never did the Tower Records like Sam Goody? You never went to like a record store because everything was digital? Yeah. I mean, I bought CDs, not at a record store. I don't even know where, where I bought them. Where did you them. buy them? I don't know. I mean, like Target? It was kind of before my era. I had CDs. I actually still have them in my parents' house. That is so weird. But 1986, I would, 1990, 1990, and that's the little gap of I grew up going to like Tower Records. Well, yes. I would download music off of iTunes. I would pay. It was like $1.99 or $0.99 cents per song. So that's where I was buying Dashboard Confessional. This is where we can actually get into it because I'm into the emo music. That was my thing. So Dashboard, Taking Back Sunday, brand new. You know, this is still the stuff that I listen to and it makes me so nostalgic and so happy. And yeah, that's what I was doing, but it was on iTunes. Okay, wow. that I wasn't expecting that answer. I mean, that question just surprised me. But Adam, I'm so into it. We love music. We could talk about it all day. If that question surprised you, wait till you hear the next question. Okay. Okay. Drum roll, please. Uh Uh-huh. The next question is from Krista Ripma. Oh, my God. What? Yep. Hi, Krista. Wait, this is so, so special. It's fun, right? It's amazing. Okay. I'm shocked. I really like this question. Well done, Krista. If you had to choose between Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber to have on the podcast, who would it be? Such an easy answer from me. Justin Bieber. He's my soul twin. He's my long lost guy. Like, first of all, I have a cool story about Justin Bieber that I don't think I've ever told on the podcast. Second of all, we have so much in common. I feel from afar, starseed energy from Justin. Justin, if you're watching this, (laughs) I feel like you're Pleiadian. If this makes its way to Justin on the internet, we had the same Lyme doctor. So my claim to fame, my coolest story ever with Justin, which probably coolest story ever with any any celebrity. celebrity was that I was sitting in the IV room at my Lyme doctor's office with my mom having such a hard day and I really didn't want to be there. And they had just told me, we really recommend that you get this other IV. It takes like three hours to get the drip. And I was a mess. And I was crying to my mom and to the nurses. And I was like, I don't want to be here. I'm so sick of living my life this way. And then (laughs) Justin Bieber walked into the room. You can't make this shit up. I mean, the mood in the room changed immediately. And even the nurses, they're like, you turned into a giddy schoolgirl. Because Justin was like, oh, is this your IV room? 
I thought I was in this room today. And I was like, no, I'm in this room, but you can stay here. (laughs) And he's like, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. And that's like the extent of the conversation that we had. But he was so warm. And I'll never forget. It's the energy, right? It's not about what the words exchanged really were. The energy was so pure. And then he went into the room next to us. The walls are thin. So we could hear every word of every phone call he was having. He was like making music while he was getting an IV. He was on the phone with his manager, with his wife, Miss Haley Bieber. And my mom and I were just like, Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Haley Bieber. (laughs) We were like, this is the best day of our lives. And yeah, I'm, I'm a pop culture girl. Like this, oh, this just turned my whole life around. And Jonathan has probably heard that story what, like a hundred times? I like that story. It's so special. And then some other things that Justin has been through, the facial palsy that he was having, the paralysis in his face. I could just feel for him so deeply. I have dreams that we know each other. Now I just sound like a psycho super fan. Uh, No, it's an intuitive thing. But not really. So anyways, I love Taylor too, but Justin is my answer. Cool. Love it. Great question. Krista. Such a good question. All right. I love you, Krista. So question number three. Drum mm-hmm. roll. It's from your nanny. Are you kidding? Not. Oh. Not kidding. I'm going to bawl my eyes out. From Joan. Did you text her or Facebook her? I called her. How did you have her phone number? Got it from your mom. Oh, my actual God. Yeah. All right. Number three. Question from nanny. Do you and your husband have a favorite song together that always brings you good memories? Oh, we absolutely do, Nanny. Such a good question. It's True Companion by Mark Cohn. That was our wedding song, our first dance song. But we also have really cool memories about that song and just amazing stories from the time that we started dating. Yep. Can you tell the story? I feel like you'll be better at telling this about when we broke into the backstage room of the Marcone concert. Eh, didn't really break in, just walked in without permission. Yeah, we were we were at a small show. I mean, he's not a well-known artist. He's he, a well-known artist. He just... Well-known you know, artist from the early 90s. Different you guys era. Walk, walking in Memphis. You know, Walking in Memphis, good song. Anyways, he had a song called True Companion. I love it. Great song. And we were at a show. It was relatively small. We walked backstage after the show was over. And he was in his changing room. Not changing, just in the changing room. And we were dating. And I said, hey, would it be okay if we just snap a photo with you? We're, we're really big fans. And he goes, yeah, sure. What's your name? And I'm like, I'm Jonathan. And he goes, and is this, your, is this your wife? And I said, no, girlfriend. And I think he said, like, well, you're going to you going to marry her or what? And he's I was, like, what are you even doing? Propose you to this beautiful for? woman before someone else takes her. And you were just like, OK, Mark like, Cohn told me, me to propose. Give me six months, man. Like, we're <laughs> we almost there. I obviously, no. OK, yeah. it was really special. And something else about that song to continue answering my nanny's wonderful question is that you played it in the car on our second or third date. And if you guys look up the lyrics to this song, True Companion, we can put them in the show notes. It's it's talking about like, and when I reach the end of my life, you're the person next to me that I'm going to hold. And I was just like, wow, 
Jonathan, you know what's up. That was the romance to pull out for this romantic heart. Well, you know, I'm a romantic. What could I say? You are. I am so excited about today's sponsor, Soma Vedic. If you watch my Instagram stories, then you've seen them because I have my Soma Vedic device. It is so cute in every room in my house, quite literally. I have one in my bedroom. I have one in the living room. And I also made sure that my parents have one as well. You don't need to have that many, but I just love them. They're incredible. Atticus is drawn to them. Hudson, my cat, is drawn to them. And what a Soma Vedic is, it is a frequency therapy device that creates a harmonic field in your environment, reaching 100 feet in all directions, penetrating through walls and floors. So it does not block EMFs. But what it does do is it protects the body and supports the body and helps bring it back into equilibrium from the negative effects of EMF. It also lowers blood pressure, improves heart rate variability, blood oxygen levels, and cellular regeneration. It supports biomarkers related to stress response, and it restructures water, which improves absorption and hydration. So hot tip, put your water next to your Soma Vedic, and it'll harmonize your water. And that is the Vedic and Amber models only. I have both in my house. You can check out the studies at somavedic.com on their science page specifically. So for people who are really wondering how this works, it will give you more info there. It can improve sleep, focus, energy levels, moods, and even lower free radical levels. We also have a special code for you. Go to somavedic.com and use my personal code balancedblonde at checkout for 15% off your purchase. That is S-O-M-A-V-E-D-I-C.com and enter balancedblonde at checkout for 15% off. You can also find the link in the show notes. A Dear Media original podcast. What's up, you guys? We're back. That we are. Back to the Beach with Kristen and Steven is back for season two. And honestly, guys, I think we got something even more unpredictable than season one. We've got the new cast members. We've got the old cast members. And we've got some opportunists. Oh, God. But don't worry, you guys. We're going to break it all down. And we're going to do it with some major guests this season. Yeah, so tune in every Tuesday for season two of Back to the Beach. A Dear Media original. All right. Fun question. Maybe just for shits and giggles. Is there another song that you could think of? What would you say? I always think every time I hear God's Plan by Drake... Not a favorite song of mine, or yours, I would say, but I remember we were driving to Palm Springs and you wanted to memorize that song and do a video. <laughs> yes. So that was like that whole car ride, just good memories. And I with still that song. know every single word. I feel so cool for knowing the words to that song. That it's makes me song. think of you too. All right. Question number four Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? I have no idea. It couldn't possibly be Trevor Hall. No. <laughs> yeah. What? How did you get that to happen? I get shit done. Oh, my God. So Trevor Hall, for anyone listening who might not know, is my favorite artist, my favorite singer. I have been his diehard fan since I was 14. Now we're friends. It is epic. What is Trevor's question? Trevor's question. What's one thing you wish you would have known about becoming a mother that you didn't know 
but now, no. Oh, wow. Oh, such a good question. And Trevor and Emery have the cutest little boy, Kai, who's almost two. And they've been such a support through the journey of parenthood. And Emery is the most incredible mother. I've gone to her for so many things, so many times that it's gotten hard. And something I wish I knew that I feel no one can prepare you for is the level of guilt that I feel when I'm not with Atticus. And then to even take it further, the level of guilt I feel when I'm with him, but I can't be fully present for whatever reason. Even if I'm making dinner and then I'm like, oh my God, my son's sitting by himself. Like I'm being, what am I doing? The mom guilt is never ending. And it's something I had always heard about from other moms. And I always thought like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have that. I, I'm going to be so present for my kid. I'm going to do my best not to feel guilty. I try to live my life with no regrets or to always rise to the occasion. But I feel guilty every freaking day. And I wish I knew that it's just such a common thing and that it's just it, something that I hope future me doesn't ever feel the way that I had to feel in the beginning like a bad mom like sometimes I've told you Jonathan I felt like a bad mom tonight because he was crying and I couldn't console him or because I had to be on my phone for a little while and the mom guilt is never ending but these precious little babies they know what they're doing they're it's so not resilient. never ending it's not never ending it's going to end for me it was never ending in a way that I didn't expect so yeah, I wish I knew that that was going to be a challenge so that I could learn how to deal with it a little bit sooner. Cool. Yeah. Trevor, thank you. Great question, Trev. All right. Next question. Who the heck could follow up with Trevor Hall? I do not know. How about Peter Crumb? What? Oh my God. The mind architect himself. With the most mind architect question I was going to say. <laughs> ever. Like, there's no way that this question isn't going to be totally By the way, it, it took some people days to get back to me. Uh-huh. He immediately texted me back and was like, boom, with the most incredible question ever. Peter, why are you amazing? Peter, Peter blows my mind. I've never not had my mind blown immediately and every time, like, whenever I talk to him. Same. Okay, Peter Crohn's question. If you could teach the entire world one concept, what would it be? Oh, my God. I'm going to think about that one for a second. I forget who it was, but they were like, you're really just going to, you're just going to read these off and have her <laughs> come up with these answers on the spot? I'm like, yeah, most of them I'm are pretty, the spot pretty easy. This, no, well, this one is going to take some thought. Is it cliche to say that I would teach the world how to love, how to love themselves more? And I'm thinking of the people out there who are really hurt, who haven't been shown the proper love. And I would want to show it to them, teach it to them, infuse them with all of that self-love so that there's no way that they couldn't go out into the world and carry forth their greatest, highest self and their greatest, highest purpose and not spew negativity into the world. And that's why I love so much being a mother because it's the first time in my life that other than myself, I've been able to help shape 
someone into the person that they're going to be by just infusing them with love and being this conscious parent and all the things that we learn and try to be. I would want that because the thing that plagues me the most about our world is the negativity, the sadness, the way that it seeps out on the internet in real life. And it's <laughs> those are the moments when my little alien self is like, what am I doing on this planet? Because I do believe that there are other planets and other dimensions that are all love. And clearly that's not what the human experience was created for. We're a planet of duality. But the more people that love themselves, the more of a loving planet that we would have. And I hope this doesn't sound really cliche, but that's no, actually well my, my answer to the question. Incredible. Oh my God, I want to be interviewed by Peter all day. That's so thought-provoking. Well, Peter, come on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? I know, I, I mean, I'm so surprised right now. I, nothing would shock me. I know, that was the whole point. <laughs> Next question, who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it possibly be? Is it my mom? It's your dad. Oh, I was close. You were close. See, I'm intuitive. Higher and younger. Wow. Did you ask him this in person? No. Did you text him? I called him. Oh, wow. Okay. I just love knowing the backstory. I, it's hard to articulate. I need to get a question from you, but you're not going to be asking it. I'm going to be asking it on your behalf. Yeah. And what is the question about? Well, it's about literally anything. It could be the most obscure question ever. Did he take a while to think about it? No, on the spot. Oh. oh. What is the most important lesson I ever taught you? So my dad and I are both reflectors in human design. And that means we are each other's mirror. And I didn't understand this until I was 29 and learned about human design and realized that to be a reflector who was raised by a reflector and maybe a reflector who wasn't living the aligned life that he could have been living if he had been taught different things. It showed me so much about my own childhood, my own upbringing. My dad and I are two in the same. I feel like in many ways we're soulmates because we travel through so many lifetimes together, every past life regression I've done. My dad is my dad and I am his daughter. Way back to when he was a cobbler in the 1600s and I was bringing him bread in a past life regression. And he laughs about this. And something that he's taught me is I've learned something alongside him, which was a lesson that I feel he learned throughout later parts of his life, more recent parts of his life, is that money doesn't buy happiness. And the only thing that buys happiness is health, the health of your family and love and the love and community that you have around you. To see his love for all of his grandkids, for his kids, for Atticus. That's what I'll take away. And when I was sick, he was also my coach, like my coach to positive thinking. To him, it's innate. He always said to me, you're going to win. You Lyme disease could never beat you because you're going to win because of the mindset that you have. So, hell yeah. I, I mean, that's a few things, but my dad deserves a few answers to that Love. question. Love that reflector man. I know. We're still Speaking trying to get him to live like a reflector. Of reflectors. Jenna. Next question. Yeah, I couldn't even like make this up. It's exact like order. Our dearest, Jenna. Jenna Zoe. I'm gonna cry. Love you, Jenna. By the way, great fucking question. <laughs> I was expecting this like 
esoteric, like, like human design type question. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is Jenna's question. Oh, I'm so ready for it. It's verbatim. All these are verbatim, by the way, because if ever called out, I wanted to show that this is exactly how they said it. Uh-huh. Every single one. Jenna, what is your prison meal? Oh, my God, Jenna. A.K.A. like your last meal. Jenna, with the most fun question. I think we talked about this in Ibiza. We went around the table and talked about this. And I know my answer to this question, hands down, it's all food from Bali. So if I'm ever in prison and somebody's got to figure this out for me, Alchemy and Clear Cafe, my two favorite restaurants in the entire world, raw vegan cafes. Well, Alchemy is raw. Clear Cafe is vegan, but not raw. Oh my God, it's all so good. But there's a salad from Clear Cafe that's a kale salad with spirulina, this really lemony dressing that just makes, oh, like it makes everything taste Not so you tangy. wouldn't want just a cheeseburger. Oh, I'm going to go on. Oh, I've, okay. I've barely even gotten started. No, oh, I would have a feast. Like oh, feast, this is for the sure. beginning. This is the first. Prison feast. This is the first course of the feast. Hello. Oh. Um, Anyway, the salad also has cashews in it, nutritional yeast, tempeh. It's like a whole delicious thing. And then I would have to say a juicy burger of some kind. And Jonathan knows these days, like I'm a plant-based girl at heart and I'm sitting with my vegan husband, but a girl did grow up with some cheeseburgers. And if this was my last freaking meal, that's what I would have. I would have that after the um, where where where, where would salad. this cheeseburger be from? Well, Bandera, which doesn't exist anymore in Sacramento, but they have one still in Newport Beach, makes an incredible burger with like just you know organic cheddar. Like the bun is like a pretzel bun. Would have to have that with French fries, obviously. Some kind of like aioli dipping sauce for the French fries because I'm a sauce person. Love good sauce. Without the sauces, I wouldn't even want the burger and the fries. But with like mustard, aioli, just a variety of of sauce. And then we would go back to Bali for the desserts. The poor guy that has to like curate this food for you. Wouldn't it be you? Like if it was my last meal, like have my husband go get all this stuff for me. So the Snickers raw vegan pie from Alchemy in Bali, hands down. And then, I mean, there's a lot of raw vegan pies from Alchemy, but I could, you know, I could stop there. And then maybe like a chocolate shake. Okay. But that would be vegan because still not into ice cream, but like a vegan chocolate shake. I mean, you wouldn't be around long enough to To be sick from it. Yeah. (laughs) I know, but I actually like the taste of like vegan shakes better. Cool. So... Yeah. Oh, Jenna with the fun question. I love it. All right. I wanted to throw this one in because I know you two vibed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Beltran. Chris from my office. Yeah, I love Chris. Did we not vibe on the deepest totally starseed soul levels? Totally vibe. So I'm like, I, the, my whole thing was I'm going to get this eclectic group. So mm-hmm. I wanted to throw Chris in there. Chris, hi. Chris is the best. Don't know Chris's Instagram. Don't know anything about Chris <laughs> other than he is great. Chris is Pleiadian. Okay. Chris's question. Have you ever seen your guardian angel's face or faces? And if so, what was your reaction? Ooh, yes. Oh, I love this question. Chris, you understand me on a soul level. I just finished reading a book 
by Lorna Byrne called Angels in My Hair. And it's all about how we all have one main guardian angel with us at all times. And I'm not sure that I've met that guardian angel in the face. I would love to and I want to. I feel the presence. I feel a very feminine grandmotherly presence of this particular guardian angel who's always with me. But faces I have seen of angels that are with me are my grandmother, my mom's mom, who passed away when I was six. When I realized that I was pregnant, April of 2021, and I hadn't taken a test yet, and I didn't know if I really was or not, I was in this hotel room in Palm Springs by myself, kind of a funky little place, this hotel, and the energy was funky, and I hadn't felt like very good or at home there. And I was awake that whole night just thinking, am I pregnant? I, I really think I am. And I saw the face of my grandmother. Like, it's as if her body was in the room with me. And her face was there. It was her when she was younger, more youthful. So a way that I had never seen her. Because the whole time I knew her, she was sick. And she was rocking a baby boy in her arms. And Crazy. Handing him to me. And she's saying, he's ready to be with you now. This Atticus. Wow. And yes, you're pregnant. And yes, it's a boy. So that was huge. And then my other answer to that question is I have seen my own soul face step out of my body. And that was during an ayahuasca ceremony in the Hollywood Hills. Jonathan knows the house itself was quite psychedelic, but I was Bird with house. the medicine of ayahuasca and went into the bathroom and looked in the mirror. And the person who stepped out of the mirror, which was me, but my higher soul, was there with me. And I'll never forget her face. There were ancient wisdoms and codes, like these sacred geometry codes. Was she old? Yeah, she was much older. And she said, do you want me to merge with you? Are you ready for me to merge with you in this lifetime? And if I do, you'll never be alone again. And I said, yes. I mean, I was like sobbing. This was a whole experience. And she did merge with me and she's always with me now. It's amazing. And I need to remind myself on the harder days. How can I remind you? Tell me the story. Remind me that she's with me. My higher soul. I mean, you were there. Remember, I was like, I'm in my soul. I remember. My soul's in my body now. Like, it was very crazy. I love that question, Chris. I would love to see my guardian angel. Well, I'm sure you will at some point. I'm going to make that happen. All right. We have six more questions. Okay. And they're all really fun. Yay. The next one, drum roll, please. Mm-hmm. Is from Khalil. What? From Sun Life. One of my favorite people in the world. Me too. Love, love Khalil. Loved his question. So he said... Hi, Jordan. It's Khalil. Congratulations on your 300th episode. I could think of about 50 questions I would like to ask you. But since I'm limited to just one, this is it. What is the most painful situation or thing that you've ever went through that ultimately turned out to be an absolute blessing and why? Wow. Khalil Khalil. with the hard hitter. Heavy hidden. I love this because Khalil has walked through some depths of hell and 
the way he's come out on the other side has inspired me so much. Everyone should read his book, I Forgot to Die. Total life changer. I'm tempted to say Lyme disease. It's a little cliche because this chronic illness is something that I talk about a lot. So because I talk about it a lot, I'm going to say something else that has been equally, if not just as difficult. And that has been anxiety and panic. And I've been having horrible bouts of anxiety and panic. And to me, I was trying to explain to Jonathan recently, I think it's a little scarier than having a physical illness. And a physical illness is scary because it's you're not in control of whether you have energy or not, or if you're well or not. But when it's in your mind, it's pretty freaking scary. And it can make you feel very out of control. And it can also be very physical. So then it's the mind and the body. And the hardest part of it is when I get panic attacks, And I had one today and I was in the shower and thank God my mom was in our apartment. She was taking care of Atticus. So I knew even though I was having such a bad panic attack, I couldn't even feel my skin or my body. I was shaking, just thinking like, this is it. I'm going into full psychosis and I'm never coming back. And I just thought if I could get out of the shower and get to my mom, somehow I'll be fine because she gets this. She's had panic too. And I did. And she's like, well, you know, what's going on? And I was like, I don't even know. I feel like I took something like it's Advil. (laughs) Jonathan was like, it's not the Advil. And it's just something that I deal with. So although I'm not out on the other side overall, because it's been like a current issue, it's taught me so much. And even the panic attack today, I realized, put me into the exact place that I needed to be, which was to cool the fuck down, listen to a meditation. I found a new meditation on Spotify that was what is anxiety. It? It's a meditation for panic and anxiety. I think the guy's name is Yogi Brian. And oh. if you type that in, like it's the first thing that comes up on Spotify. It's 11 minutes. So I did it. And then I listened to it the whole way here. And I actually felt like I wouldn't wish this upon anyone or myself, but this is putting me into the headspace that I need to be in rather than rushing through life. And what else do we usually do? Rush through life. Normally in the car, I would have tried to make five phone calls, get back to all my voice notes to my friends. I would have been- Hurry to get a parking spot. Multitasking, like, ah, what if I'm late? Didn't have the luxury, quote unquote, of doing any of that. I was just trying to stay sane. And um, yeah, so it's taught me a lot and it's making me a better person. It's making me a more compassionate person who's really putting my self-care first. Amazing. Nice job, Khalil, with the question. We love you, Khalil. All right. Next question. Who do you think it's from? Jillian. No. Okay, who? But my best friend. Uh Uh-huh. Mr. Drew Lipson. Oh, yay. Hi, Drew. This is a good one. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Love it. Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> Kim Kardashian, and Jennifer Coolidge. No. My favorite freaking people. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I could never kill any of these amazing people. You have to queens. kill one. Okay. Oh, my God. I want to marry Gwyneth and Jennifer Coolidge. Um, okay, I would probably fuck Gwyneth. 
I mean, Gwyneth, you're beautiful, truly. And Mary, Jennifer. You'd kill Kim? I'm sorry. If you're putting me in this position, I might have to because I would love to laugh all day, every day with Jennifer Coolidge by yeah. my side. Like, it's a good choice. Everything she does makes me laugh. And yeah. I just need that lightheartedness in my life right now. Slash always. So that would be that. Kim, I would never want to kill Kim. But if you're putting me in this position, that's what I got to do. That, I wasn't expecting that. What would you have said? I have no idea, but I just love that answer. I would marry all of them, by the way. I would no, fu- I just I would lo- fuck all of them. <laughs> I love that. That's going to make a good sound bite. <laughs> I know. All right. Drew, fuck yeah, such, Drew. Such a fun question. So good. Okay, next question. From another one of your boys. From Jesse McCartney. Ooh, Jesse. Jesse wants to know, what's yours and Jay's special talent that nobody knows about? What? Oh, this is such a good question. From the talented Jesse McCartney himself, special talents of both of us that nobody knows about. Jonathan is a poet. People don't know this. His poetry could be put into a book. It could be a New York Times bestseller on romantic love poetry and nobody knows that except for me because I get the pleasure of receiving these poems. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. That's cool. I know. And then mine, it's a talent that people don't know about me. I have a freakishly good memory verbatim. Like I can remember conversations that took place when I was six verbatim. I have a photographic memory too. So for example, oh my God, even when I was sleeping last night, I was doing the weirdest thing. I wasn't sleeping. I was in like a twilight sleep, but I realized a book that I've really been wanting to read. And I looked at a few of the pages. I was like rereading them in my mind because of the photographic memory that I have. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Really cool. Crazy. Thanks. Amazing. JM for the great, Thanks, great question. All right. We got three left. This one, drum roll, please, mm-hmm. is from Lauren Roxborough. Oh, love you, Lauren. The lovely Lauren Rocks, Low Rocks. I think that's her uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. It is. What was the most profound? Wow. It's crazy how these questions are lining up. Her question is, what was the most profound dream you've ever had and did it come true? So not Whoa. like exactly, but it's just weird how these have been kind of lining up. So Yeah. I mean, aside from being a mother, which did come to fruition and it's the joy of my life, similar to Lauren, who's an amazing mom, I dream of being a New York Times bestselling author many times over to fiction books, fiction series, nonfiction, healing memoirs, plural. And that's my dream. Has it come to fruition yet? No. Is it going to? Yes. And watch me. Cool. <laughs> I love that, Lauren. Great question. See, I took it more as like like an actual dream in my mind. So it's kind of also cool how people... Yeah, you can interpret it anyway. I mean, interpret I love, things differently. I love actual dreams too. All right. We got two. One, basically one, and then the grand finale question. Okay. 
from a very, very special person or citizens. All right, who is it? But before that, we have, drumroll please. Miss Kenzie Burke. Ooh. Kenzie, wanted to ask you, if you could be granted anything in the world at this moment, no limits, anything, but in this moment, what would you ask for? Oh, my God. I mean, I got to say the first thing that comes to my mind, an oceanfront house in Kauai. Oh. And our whole family would move there, and that's what I would choose. If there was a genie in front of me who said I could give you anything— and it would be in Hanalei or Kilauea, somewhere on the north shore of Kauai. And this house would be the house where we raise our family, where I write my books and where you become a homeschool dad. Okay. <laughs> and you're also going to do all the things that you love to do. I love it. Great question, Ken. Yes, Ken. Well, yeah, she launched her second collection today. I know. It's a big day. She's very busy. Very busy day for her, and she still made time for you. Oh, you Love asked it. her today? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, even more special. All right. Last question. So the final question comes from none other than Lauren and Michael Bostick. No way. Yes. Taking time out of their very busy day to make time for me. Well, really you. How and did you make that happen? I mean, how I make everything happen. I ask Anna for her help. <laughs> The king and queen of podcasting. King and queen of, of podcasting. Media. Anna, thank you, by the way, for, for helping that helping. Oh, that me out is there. so epic. Anything from my team. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. And this question is so them also. So amazing. What are three non-negotiables in your morning and nighttime routine? Oh, so good. I love this question. Okay, non-negotiables. I've been so much more on top of these this year than I ever have been. And you can attest to that. 2023, I have been a whole new me. This is the me that I've been envisioning for a long time. So I'm really proud of these things. My morning non-negotiables are not looking at my phone for about 30 minutes. I want to increase this to an hour, a couple hours. That means I'll have to get up earlier like Michael and you. So at some point, I'll make that happen. But not looking at my phone, non-negotiable. Number two, I have been doing breath work and it is changing my life. I've struggled a lot with energy in the morning and just kind of getting my thoughts centered for the day. I do a 15-minute breath work on Spotify. That sets me up for so much more clarity of mind, which feels incredible. And then the third thing is, and this is new this year, I get straight into the gym and walk on the treadmill, do Pilates, do weights. Jonathan made me a weightlifting workout that I do. And this feels incredible to get my body moving, especially because I didn't have this kind of energy for many years. So I could only dream of doing these morning workouts. And those three things are, are feeling amazing. My nighttime non-negotiables are I take a bath pretty much every single night. I guess you guys don't know that about me, but Jonathan does. I feel like it washes off 
the negative energy from the day. In fact, if I'm still acting kind of crazy from the day, Jonathan's like, please take a bath. Please get rid of your negative energy or oh, the yeah. negative energy that I've accumulated. Thank God for that, that tub. I know. I read. Yeah. I'm an avid reader. Right now I'm reading Ed Milet's The Power of One More. And I got that recommendation from Lauren and Michael. Ah, cool. Because they're big Ed Milet people. And I spend time with my husband. I'm a talker. Yeah, I'm, we talk. A words of affirmation is my love language. So if we don't have some pillow talk, I am not going to bed happy. Yeah. And I need that. So between those three things, the bath, the reading on my Kindle, and pillow talk with my husband, I have to end every day that way. It feels so good. And that's my nighttime routine. Sweet. Nice. So good. I'm so impressed by the way that you've conducted this interview and the people that you've gotten, like from Lauren and Michael to Peter Crone to Khalil to our friends, Trevor Hall. Your nanny. My nanny, who you know, is like my biggest dream is to have my nanny, my 82-year-old nanny on the podcast. So... This was kind of a special way to do that. Well, you know, I want to mix things up for your special episode. And I want to thank all the listeners for letting me steer this ship. I feel like you should come up with a question before we finish. Okay, close it out with a question yeah. from L yours let truly. Let me be a host for a second and see if you will come up with a question. All right. I'm going to need a second. Okay, I got it. I guess I could close things off with one question from the host. The host himself. The host himself. Let me ask you this. What is the most nostalgic and vivid smell from your childhood? Oh, my goodness. Two things come to mind. One is my mom's perfume and lotion which is Donna Karen Cashmere Mist. Oh, it smells so good. And I think I've gotten her to transition to mostly all natural at this point. But you miss it. I miss it. She still uses it here and there. She always smells so good. And if I smell that on anyone else, it brings me back to my mom's vanity in my old house growing up. Just being a little girl. Just such a special time. And my mom's so special to me. So that. And then... The other smell is chlorine from the pool because I was obsessed with swimming, just like you, Jonathan. And I feel like chlorine is just the smell of childhood to me. And when you're little, at least if you're anything like me, you freaking love the smell of chlorine before you realize that it's a little toxic. I never really liked it. Oh, yeah, you told me that. But, but I love the smell of gasoline. I was just going to say, you are weird and you like the smell of gasoline. Oh, so love it. we can trade off. But I love the smell of chlorine. And that brings me right back to childhood. Cool. That's such a good question. Hey, you know, I'm the host. Gotta ask good questions. Yeah. And if I could ask you one thing, because this episode is all about synchronicity, the fact that it's coming out on 201, my 300th episode. What is your lucky number? Probably seven. Not probably seven. I feel like that's definitely your lucky yeah. number. Seven, nine. I like nine. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll let you close this out. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This is brought to you by Dear Media. <laughs> and 
We're on the Soul on Fire podcast. Brought Just, to you uh, by the Albrechts. Brought to you by the Albrechts. Please tune in. Like us on Spotify and Apple iTunes. And Yes. And oh, tell yeah, your friends. That's a and, real thing on Spotify. I feel like they didn't have reviews until recently. And now you can leave a rating. They don't have reviews, which I love, but you can leave a rating. So if you guys could leave a five-star rating, we'll do a super special giveaway for the 300th episode. Jonathan will be thrilled because this means I will gather a bunch of the wellness products that we have in the influencer closet and do a really big giveaway to celebrate oh the 300th episode. We can choose three winners. and We choose 10 winners. <laughs> if you'll ship everything out. Oh, I will ship anything you want me to ship. Okay, 10 winners. They'll probably have to be in the U.S. Sorry, guys, because these things are heavy. So, yeah, you got to rate and review on Spotify and Apple and email me a screenshot. Doesn't have to be the U.S. To join at thebalancewand.com. Okay, Jonathan's going to pay shipping. I'll pay for it. Okay. We got so much stuff to give away. We do have some incredible fans in Germany and yeah, you Canada, can't limit this. All over the world. Domestically, okay. you're an international girl. I know. Okay, well, that's amazing. Jonathan just volunteered to do all that. Because something about me is I don't handle shipping. Like, I can't. You, you wouldn't have done it anyway. I know, but it's I cool. I do all of that it's stuff. It's cool that they can know this. This yeah, is like the they inner, know. The inner stuff that people want to know. People know. People know you just don't do shipping. I don't do that kind of shit. I'm an yeah. alien. Yeah. I'm an alien kitten. You freak out if I were to be like, hey, you have to go to the UPS store. Can you tell them that I'm an alien kitten? You're an alien kitten. Tell them what that means. means that when I was on some psychedelics once upon a time with Jordan, I saw an alien kitten, and now that's what I call her. I was an alien kitten in my soul, in my face. That kind of helps to answer one of the earlier questions, too. Anyway... This was lovely. Thanks for so joining, special. peeps. And thank you to all of my my friends and everyone that was able to help with this episode. Thank you to everyone for contributing. I'm, I'm honestly honored that people sent in questions and took the time to do that. It means so much. Well, you can't say that and record at the same time. We got to surprise the people. I'll save this. I'll post it next week. Okay. No, truly. We love you guys. Everyone who contributed and everyone who's listening. Yeah, love, love you guys. Love you, Love guys. you, Jordan. Love you, Jordan. Congrats. Jonathan. No small feat, 300 episodes. That's, that's incredible. Never been so dedicated to anything in my life, and it pays off. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Love you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.